Hey, come over. We're going to do some coffee talk today. I'm Kelly Wilkes, and here with Anita Joyce, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, episode 356, Coffee Tables. We're going to talk about them, and we're going to talk about how to style them. The show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 356. Is it a coffee table or a coffee table or a cocktail table? I know. And I love coffee tables. But you know, I just converted from an ottoman to a coffee table recently. Well, we all know. We've been so excited. <laughs> I'm so Everyone excited. Everyone was on bated breath while the thing was in <laughs> uh, shipping. And then when it finally got there... Yes, yeah, stop it. But anyway, is my yeah. book still on it, or did you just put my book on it to show it's, me? And uh, no, it's not me a picture and then take it off. It's still there. Isn't that the nicest thing? And, and then, I have your book in my living room oh, too. Well, there proudly you go. Displayed. I'm sure it's under something. No, important. no, no, no. And I don't even let I don't let anyone put anything on top of it. Oh, well, it's the top okay. one. Oh wow. So, um, but on to the coffee table. Last night. I was uh, thinking about styling coffee tables because I was thinking about what to say today. <laughs> because you're you. And, and yes. I started putting all this stuff on my, it was so fun because I've had an ottoman for so long and you cannot, you really can't, you can put a tray on it, but you know, then you're limited just by that tray. And yeah. even that you have to be careful of because then people are throwing their feet up there and things are getting knocked off and yeah. So yeah, yes, yeah. I'm very excited here. Very excited. Good, so, good. Yes. Well, the Ottoman was with you for a long time and that was a good way to go. And that's still an option. So, okay, we're back to the coffee table. We're inside. Or you could have a coffee table outside. In fact, if you have a setup outside, you should probably have a coffee table too. I have I have a trunk on my back porch. There you that's go. That's our coffee table. It's a, it's a bit tall, but it's there. Mm-hmm. So let's talk first. And you guys do remember those Saturday Night Live episodes, right? Of Coffee Talk. That's what I was oh. doing. My coffee well, talk. Well, and I remember Kramer, Kramer's coffee table book that became a coffee table. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Now that's an <laughs> alternative and really interesting. Who can for- forget Coffee Talk? So uh, is it a cocktail table or a coffee table is the thing that people want to talk about too. Um, well, it I depends did, on what time of day it is, right? Well, yes. Uh, but it's always five o'clock somewhere. But I believe from my research, it's a little, it's a little wishy-washy out there. So research, you know, maybe I put that in air quotes, but there's not too much information. And how Apparently, did one was, research this? Is it with coffee and cocktails? You have to reach over and put it down and see what feels right. <laughs> Initially, it was a, this type of table was a cocktail table and it was a bit taller. Oh, okay. And it was particularly, uh, utilized, I guess, during prohibition <laughs> when it shouldn't have been utilized as a cocktail oh, table. Okay. I guess. Uh-huh. And then these tables started to get a little lower and they were referred to as coffee tables, but not necessarily about the beverage, more about the idea of putting coffee table books on them. Oh, and okay. in okay. 1938, uh, someone named E.W. Godwin, a renowned architect and designer, created a table and called it a coffee table. Uh, well, my mom would have never called it a cocktail table. So I think it's a little sexy. If it was call called that, table. well, if she would have called it that, we would have never been allowed to have one in the house. Oh. <laughs> 
Let me just say that. Well, as a tea drinker, I'm going to stick with cocktails. But, so you call it whatever you want. Me. But it's kind of interesting because, you know, it, it sounds like it was being called what people were putting on it. So if you're putting, you know, secreted away cocktails on it during Prohibition. And then in the 30s and 40s, you're starting to put cocktail uh excuse me, coffee table books on it. And now we're putting our tablets on it and our phones and, you know, a candle, like who knows what we're going to call it in the next 50, 60 years. But anyway, right now you could go either or, uh, coffee or cocktail, your choice. Now, getting that out of the way, (laughs) now we can talk about the details of one, the shape, the height, what goes with what type of sofa, all that kind of good information. Yeah, and I think uh, really keep in mind how you're, what kind of sofa or what piece of, is it a settee, is it a sofa, what's behind it? Because to me, what size you need really depends on what piece it's in front of and what's on the side. You know, you want it to work with your, your furniture. So if you have a large sofa, you don't want your coffee table to look miniaturized next to your sofa. So you really have to keep that into in mind. Yeah, so true. So normally the height of a coffee table, and again, this is all sort of just parameters to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. A certain piece might just work really beautifully or it's an organic shape. And so, you know, it works really well, but it's not this suggested size. So the height is supposed to be somewhere between 16 and 18 inches high. Um, And if you have a particularly uh, tall seat on your sofa or chairs that are surrounding it, then you can go off that a little bit, but it should be no lower than one to two inches from the seat of the sofa. Okay. Well, I wanted to throw in my two cents here. Yes, please. uh, Because I feel like if it's too low, it's going to feel funny. Mm -hmm. So I think very much that you can, it's, I think if it's going to be too high or too low, I'd rather it be too high than too low. Too low, I think, looks funny in a room. But a little bit too high, I think, is fine. And I actually prefer a coffee table a little bit on the taller side. So that's just kind of a personal preference and just kind of a style preference. But uh, yeah, so I, at the farm, I used a wicker trunk as our coffee table. And I know it's taller than, than that. I don't know how tall it is, but it's definitely taller. And I think it works great in the space, but yeah, you just have to be, but then that's another thing. If you have tall, if you have chairs that have a tall back or sofa with a tall back, I think you can get away with something a little bit taller. Well, I agree. I would definitely, if I was to go off these recommendations, I would definitely go higher rather than lower. I th- I don't lay on the sofa a lot, but right. when I do, or I said, you don't want to be where, you know, where you're reaching down and your arm has to go down. Say you're sitting there and you're going to read a magazine, your feet are up and you're, you're wanting to put your coffee or your tea or your wine, something down. You don't want it to keep going down and you feel like you can't find the item. Um, so definitely I think and higher I think, would be better. I think visually it doesn't look good. Right. Visually, it looks funky to me if it's too short. If it's a little bit on the high side, it usually still works for me, but a little bit too low and I'm thinking, what? What is right. that? And if you have particularly high ceilings, of course, you want to keep this in mind with respect to all the furniture that you choose. You don't want everything hugging the ground. you know. So if it's a particularly tall ceiling, then you can have higher back of your sofa, higher chairs, and then your 
coffee table should uh, go along with that. And I love the idea of being creative and using something as we're a coffee not table. There. We're not there yet. Oh, maybe. we're not there yet? No, I didn't know there was yet. a structure there's, to this. There's, there's a structure. <laughs> you know how I am about structure. She there's has structure that's not communicated there's to me. And then, here. okay. First, all we're right. going to go through all the things. Okay. And then we're going to talk about it. All right. Okay. So the not only the height, the one other thing that I wanted to point out is that your coffee table, whatever it is, whether it be a rectangle, a circle, an oval, a square, it should be approximately one half to two thirds of the length of the seating area of your sofa. So again, so it doesn't look like this dinky little thing. Now that your coffee table, as we get into um, ideas, specific ideas, and then alternatives and whatnot. It may not be just a geometric shape, but the space that it occupies, like say it's a few nesting tables or something, that also should be between one half and two thirds the length of the seating area. So if you have a regular sofa that has you know two cushions or three cushions, that's pretty easy to figure out. But then someone might say, hey, Anita and Kelly, I have a sofa with a chaise, or I have an L-shaped sectional, something like that. Just look to the this the length of the seating area. So if you have a sofa with a chaise, no matter what size it's on, just think about the, the straight run of the seating area. Don't Ignore worry about the, the chaise, chaise part. part yeah. right? right. And then the same thing with the L-shaped sectional. You'll take um, each of the the parts of it and just really in your mind's eye say one half to two thirds of the length of one of the sections. And let me go back to the thought that on the height, you know, we said if you're going to air one way, it's better to air higher than lower. When we're looking at the width, I would say it's better to make it too big than too small because too small, you really don't want it skimpy looking. Yeah. Skimpy is bad. Mm-hmm. I think it is. It's it's a, it's like akin to the rug. Skimpy is not good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, you want to appear generous with your coffee table size, right? And but you know that being said, particularly if you've got one of these L shaped things or something with a chase, you don't want it. And then you want to pull it out a little bit. You want it so smashed in there that you know only like little bird legs could get in there. You want to have room where people can walk of around course. it and find sure, a seat. of course, of course. Well, right. Obviously, you can go overboard any any direction. Right. Of course, it just just use common sense. Okay. So now, do you want to talk about the um, alternatives? And then well, go what I wanted specifics? to say was well, the, the thing I wanted to say. Kelly. Now you can say it. Now it's your turn. (laughs) Oh, thank God. Okay. So uh, you rather that if you wanted something, if you found something you just loved that was smaller, you could like say something that's square, I'm thinking of. You could put two pieces, use them twice versus one big coffee table or you know, something like the the garden seats. You could use a couple of those or, you know, there's other tables that I see that are small that you could put a couple of. And I think there was a column that I saw at Wisteria that I thought was really pretty. And I was, I didn't end up buying that, but I was thinking I would use two of them because they were a little on the small side. Yeah. I love that idea. I think there are a lot of different things that you can do. It doesn't have to be a traditional coffee table that you go buy at a coffee table store or, you know, you Google coffee table and that's what comes up. You can really think out of the box and you can also transform a coffee table that you have. I think the thing about coffee tables is sometimes it's an afterthought. 
you spend we all spend a lot of time thinking about our sofa, which is something you should spend a lot of time about because it's usually it can be fairly expensive and you want it to last and uh you know you want to make sure it's comfortable. So there's a lot of uh elements to a sofa that you need to consider, not only the style, uh, the fabric, but there's also the comfort and how long the cushion's going to last and welt, no welt, nail heads, no nail heads, you know, it goes on and on and on. But the coffee table is like, yeah, you know, it's a coffee table. Okay. And, <laughs> oh, please don't buy a coffee table in a set. You know, just please don't do that with other tables. So, it, and it's also never really a focal point, you know? So again, you know, it doesn't get that attention because it's not a focal point. It's the coffee table. Yeah. It's really not I a think a lot point. of ways it can be because it's in front of the sofa. And if you have something that catches your eye on the coffee table, I think it can be a focal point you depending think? on the layout of your house. Well, I do. Well, I just, I, I guess I'm thinking more in the, when people are going to buy one and choose one. I don't know. Do people think, oh. Like this is going to be the like this is going to be the thing that's going to put the stamp on my living room. I don't know. Well, I, I don't think know. not. I don't know whether they are or not, but I certainly think it's it's worthy of a lot of attention because it is in front of your sofa. So mm-hmm. yes, well, that's why we're doing this episode. I think you're right. I'm just thinking maybe people aren't putting that much thought into it, so that's mm-hmm. why we're focusing on it today. So. Not that it needs to be, you know, like completely splashy and take all the attention, but you should give it some consideration. Um, you want to really think about the shape that's going to work in your room best. Uh, you know, if you have a sectional, then maybe you want something that's a longer rectangle that sort of fits in with the whole way the sofa is configured. Um, if you have a smaller size room, you probably don't want a big giant round one because that's going to take up space and have to have the other pieces of furniture surrounding it be a little bit further away. Well, let's talk about too the visual space that it takes up yes. because it's not just the space, the actual dimensions of it, but does it look big and, and chunky or does it look uh, elegant and, and more delicate? And there's not a right or wrong here, really. I think it depends on your particular style and what's going to work with what you have in the room. Agreed. And I think that rethinking, replacing, uh, or upcycling your coffee table can add a lot of freshness to the room that you may not expect that you could get from a, from a coffee table sort of rehaul. Um, I think I'm going to say something people might get mad at me, but I Uh think those big chunky wooden coffee tables, like the ones that maybe had the second shelf and maybe the baskets and all of that, I think they, they're they dating your room. Ah, they've had their moment. I think so. All right. And if anybody's mad, you can just email and let me know. But here's, if you have something like that, right? Maybe if it's brown wood, maybe you paint it. Maybe you switch out the baskets if, you know, maybe the, you still like the texture of the baskets, but maybe they've seen a better day. Maybe too many Legos went in there, you know, just freshen it up. And that might do a whole lot to just freshen up the entire room. Well, um, definitely what I'm seeing out there are the more delicate metal yes. framed mm-hmm. coffee tables, the ones that are open underneath uh, that aren't really chunky. I mean, that's certainly what's on trend for right now, for sure. Right. And I think even if it's a low profile one, you know, glass, just a little bit of metal, something like that, 
I would stay away from ones that have that second layer or uh shelf, if you will, Mm -hmm. because what are you really going to put there other than maybe stuff other people will put there that you don't want there? And it's just a dust collector. You know, if I'm just going to do a glass coffee table, something very simple, I think I'm just going to have that one top pane of glass or marble. I don't really need stuff underneath. This is not a place where I'm storing stuff. True, true. You know, this is to put a drink down or mostly, let's just be real here, to vignette. Uh (laughs) Right? Well, that's what I like mine for. To look pretty, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and occasionally if you have people over or if you are, you know, are slow down a little bit and enjoy, uh, you know, a reading or a beverage in your living room or your family room, wherever this coffee table is, you may put something on it or maybe you put snacks on it if you're watching the game with a group or something like that. But most of the time, your coffee table is there just to look good. So why do you need extra storage where people could just put things? I don't think that you need that. I think that's an excellent point. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Um, Another thought about coffee tables as we're talking about alternatives um, is how about you have a table that is not gigantic and doesn't have a leaf, but you just have a table that is a normal size table, like maybe a table for four or something like that, that you really like. And obviously it would have to be wood or something, or you could cut it. You could just cut the legs down. I did this at a very simple sort of small farmhouse table in a house we had years ago. I just really liked the table. And the the configurations were perfect for our family room at that time. This is when we lived in New York. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go buy a wooden coffee table with sort of spindly legs. And then I was like, hey, look, I have this other table. <laughs> and so just saw it off the legs. You just have to make sure to get it the right uh, length. Mm-hmm. And, it, and if you've got it on something forgiving, like a uh, carpeting or something like that, you can even be off by a quarter of an inch. I think that's a great idea. And people do that a lot with antiques. And mm-hmm. they find a table they really like. I've seen them cut the legs off many times. And it makes for a cool toffee table. So I think that's a great idea, especially if that table would otherwise not be used. So yeah, and especially something vintage. Right. Now, Anita, we know that you had the Ottoman for a long time and you just switched it up. Did you switch it up because you just wanted to play around with your coffee table more? Did you enjoy the Ottoman? Because that's a really nice alternative. In fact, we just did a design consult the other day with a woman who had this lovely Ottoman right. uh, for her sectional. We thought that maybe it, Bar- Barbara's was just like a little too small for her large size sectional, but it was a great idea. Well, I loved the ottoman because it, it's just such a comfortable place to, you know, rest your feet when you're watching something on Netflix or something. But I'd had it for a long time and it was actually on wheels. So it was kind of, and it's round. So I thought the size was maybe not quite right for, I felt like it sh- need, I needed something longer and I don't know, I just wanted something different. I've right. had an ottoman as a coffee table for a very long time. And so I thought, well, I want to, I want to do something different. And it really did actually make a big change to the room. What I did was get a coffee table that was very open on underneath and very light. And it really 
and it's not nearly it since it's rectangular rather than round it left a lot more space in the room and it just felt like it it gave it more air and so i really liked that from a visual standpoint that's an excellent point. So, you know, obviously in the alternative, if you've never had an ottoman, you might want to consider an ottoman. That's a great alternative to a very traditional. Yeah. Very yeah. comfortable, I, right? I love an ottoman. I mean, it's certainly very comfortable and a great option. Uh, I don't recommend you get one on wheels. That's a problem if more than one p- person has their feet you're on it. You're doing a really on- good core workout if you're just <laughs> if, well, It there. ended up being like that. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I love them. I think they're beautiful. If that's if that's what you're if you want, and if there's a lot of hard surfaces in your room, that is another opportunity to add some fabric and maybe tufting something like that. It's great. Or or if you're wanting to use it for additional seating at times, I think mm-hmm. the ottoman's perfect for that. I liked something that you said uh, to, as another point to bring up is it was oh it really when you changed it from the ottoman to something that was a little more streamlined and opened it really opened up the room it did that's something you want to consider with your coffee table if you have very um heavy and when it, in the heavy in the sense of like visual weights a sofa you know something that goes to the ground it doesn't have any legs and then dark you have wood dark wood or you have mm-hmm. like club chairs and they're just kind of like big squares, you know, something like that. You might want to consider something lighter, airier, uh, with a lot less visual weight than a traditional heavy wooden coffee table or even an ottoman, as we're saying, um, because that'll add some balance to the room in what, you know, and, and have just a really a nice juxtaposition to the heavier pieces so that everything doesn't feel really heavy in the room. So there's a lot of stuff on the market like that these days. And I really like a lot of that. In fact, one of the tables that I'm suggesting today is this uh, glass table. It, it's like Lucite, but it's actually glass. So obviously, you know, clumsy Ooh, people and children, you probably yeah. don't want your fingerprints or breaking, but it's such a cool looking table and it's $155. Wow. So are you, are we talking about specific tables? Do you want to? I do. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Speaking of glass, so I have selected several tables I thought were really quite attractive. And my first one is called the Aberland Coffee Table. And this is on Wayfair and we'll have links for all of these. But this is a glass table and with a brass stand. And it's just beautifully got some curved support bars underneath. And it's obviously got glass on the top. So it's going to have, and it's the legs are very small. It, the lines are beautiful, but because of the glass and the very small frame, it's it's going to have a very lightweight feel in the room, but it's going to give you a nice space to add some, um, you know, decorative items to a vignette there. And it was four ninety nine when and I checked that, the price. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I have a very simple coffee table. I've had it before we even finished the house. I just knew that I wanted it because I had already picked out my sofa and I didn't want something that was ornate. My sofa, you know, is kind of the, you know, it's very Frenchy looking. People might say Victorian looking, it's curvy, but then I put that charcoal linen on it, really brought that That's beautiful. Down. Thank you. I love it. But I didn't want a frou-fou-y looking coffee table next to it. It's well, fine. It's very simple. See, I think that's the thing. If you've got something like that, you if you have a country French coffee uh, sofa or something that's kind of antique, you can mix in something 
modern looking like some of these coffee tables we're talking about. Yeah. Mine was from Wins Kings Lane. I looked for it, but they don't have it anymore. But you can find something very similar to it. It's uh, this sort of antique uh, gold, simple, straight metal. And then the top is wood. It's also, you know, it's painted the same exact color. So it's all one color. So it's just a long rectangle, completely open. And what and color I is I just it? love it. It's like an antique gold. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So it's so simple, uh, but you know, it picks up the gold and some of the mirrors I have around the room. It's, it's really perfect for my purposes. I found other ones that are similarly shaped and very simple. Uh, there was one, I think it might've been on Amazon. It was like $92 or something. You could spray paint that any color you wanted. It's metal with a wood top. Um, mm. So that's an idea. There's there's one that I saw at Anthropology, which really hit all the marks for me, except the price. It's almost $700. I wouldn't that's pay that. That's Anthropology for you. Yeah. But what I would suggest is if you like something like that, have a look at this one, and then you can definitely find this and a less expensive price point. It's a, a very simple, the the antique gold frame. It has this marble top, which is a real marble top. And then it has kind of this really nice little clasp, if you will, where the the metal frame attaches to the marble. It's, just, it's very pretty. I mean, it's very anthropology. You probably won't find that little detail in another one that's uh, a lower price point, but it's a great one. It's called the Leavenworth Marble coffee table, but I, that, which cracked me up because like Leavenworth, isn't that like a women's prison? Like I like, think, I thought like, so. Like mm-hmm. whose name it? Like who named this I, coffee table? I mean, yeah. of all the names, but anyway, that's like, what it's Somebody called. was like, I heard this name. Yeah. I kind of like that, yeah, but like, I don't what? remember where I heard Leavenworth? it. Like, oh my well, I found a very similar table to that. That's got, I don't know if it's gold painted or brass, but it's, it's, well, it can't be brass for this price, but it's got the gold kind of antique gold legs and base. And then it's got a white top. I don't know if it's probably not real marble because it's $118, but it is called the DeVito coffee table. And it's it looks very nice. I think that would be a great option. And if somebody wants an ottoman, I found an ottoman very similar to our round one. This one's square. It is on wheels. So if you're going to be putting your feet on it, you're going to have to be careful or you might want to put those and you know what I'm talking about, these little things that you put under your casters to keep them in place, mm-hmm. a little uh, coaster almost that goes under each wheel, and then that'll keep it from moving. I think they put these under pianos sometimes. Oh, smart. This nice. one's called, it's square, it's it's tufted, it's kind of an oatmeal linen, and it's called the Rittenhouse Tufted Coffee Table. And I found this for $190, and it's regularly for $58. So Whoa. I it was a great deal. Drop the phone. Go listen. I, I mean, go go click. Um, okay. I have one that I would suggest using a table like this if you have a lot of leggy furniture. So if you need – so it's the opposite of what we were discussing a little bit ago. If you need something a little bit uh, with a little more heft to it, this hammered brass a Bermuda coffee table um, – it is really lovely and it's big and it's round and it's kind of this really great shape to it. That's from Pottery Barn. That is $298 uh, and it's on sale currently. There's a similar silver one at World Market. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. Again, I wouldn't, I don't get Bermuda from looking at this thing, but I don't know who named this one either. But <laughs> uh, have a look at yeah, that one if you some- need something that has a, like a little heft to it and, a, and also, you know, it's, 
it's hammered brass, but again, you said it's probably not real brass, but it yeah. does have, you know, obviously the metal to it, which is definitely will shake things up if you've got a lot of wood. So that's interesting because actually my next one is similar to that in that it looks like it almost, it looks like a solid console that has been cut down for a coffee table. And so it, there is some similarity to a trunk, but it doesn't really look like a trunk. It looks more like a console the way it's built because there's a base and then there's a top and it's, it's got kind of a shaker style to it with two panels on each side. Mm -hmm. So it, looks more like a console than a trunk. But here's the cool thing about it. It is, if you, it's solid and it, you know, it's not open. So this is something if you needed some, some visual weight to the room. The cool thing about it is if you need storage, if you're in a small space and you need storage, the top, the tops actually pull to each side. They don't hinge open, but they pull open. The left goes to the left, the right goes to the right, and then you can store things underneath. But it's kind of a barn wood almost and a light wood. It's really quite nice. It almost kind of reminds me of a restoration hardware look. But this one, wait for it, is two seventy five. Oh, that's pretty good. I know. I thought it was a great deal. So I think that would really be pretty. Um, I saw one at a Target. It's uh, that Threshold collection, which I always seem to really like their things. Uh, it's a black tray on gold legs thin gold metal legs and it's round i believe the tray is removable and uh, that one is 169 it's very low profile it's kind of it, it it's very i love it and that could be your touch of black it's kind of cool i like it and then if you like a rattan or a wicker kind of feel. I found a rattan round coffee table. I think this would be great if you have a coastal feel to your room or perhaps an outdoor space or just something you really want to bring it down a notch and make it feel casual. It's called the Rosendahl coffee table and it's right now 187 regularly 280. But this is, I just think it's going to be a very casual feel and it is a solid from the floor to the ground. It looks almost like a drum, only it's a little curved on the sides. It's really pretty. Okay. And I have just one more. It's the Echo Bunching Tables from, I believe that's this from Pottery Barn. Uh, it's really good looking. It's two smaller squares that go next to each other and you can move them around. So it's kind of like that nesting idea. Um, so there's some flexibility with them. Um, they just look really well made. It almost looks like a tray on top but the the metal is nicely painted. It just looks really good. And the price point is reflective of that, almost $640. So, you know, I'd maybe look for that on sale. But it, it I have to say, the two of them are really kind of cool. Oh, and then I have one more ottoman. You're not going to like this one because it does have the shelf underneath. Okay. But it is a rectangular tufted ottoman in a soft gray. It's the Athena. And I wanted to mention this one because... Uh, it is five ninety nine now, but it's regularly one thousand one hundred and five dollars. Oh so it's a great it's about half off right now. Okay, but there's that. There's Ottoman on top and then you know, then you top. could do the shelf on the bottom. So that's like yes, not like having two glass shelves for, you know, oh, which okay. I think is a superfluous glass shelf. Okay, okay. So okay. you could put some stuff underneath. Yeah, I think that mm -hmm. would be okay. And then if you want to do vignettes again, you can work with an Ottoman, you're just going to need a tray. So as far as vignetting a coffee table, you know, do you have any rules of thumb we could share? Well, I think if your coffee table, depending, if it's a large coffee table, I think definitely put, start with a tray. 
uh, my coffee table that I'm using now, actually the top is a very large tray. So I'm not going to use a tray on top of that. But I think that's the place that you start. And really a lot of the rules for a vignette, any vignette, I think are the same with a coffee table, only you just don't want to go too high. So I think you're going to want to have varying heights. Uh, I think books are great on there. I think it's great to have them somewhere. Uh, Someone might actually want to read them, but I think they look great too. And so you can have books with something stacked on top of it or just a stack of books. I've seen coffee tables done beautifully where it's three stacks of just books and that's all it is. Uh, I think if you have a lot going on with your coffee table, you can get away with that and you don't really need anything else. But I think the varying the heights, varying the textures and make, but making sure everything is sized properly. You don't want a lot of little, little things. And then you don't want anything too large because people are going to be sitting here conversing. So you do want to make sure that anything, everything is below kind of eye height where you can chat. Excellent tips. The only thing I would add to that is, um, it's simple to, to come up with a formula for your coffee table. So you're not sort of having to spend a lot of time if you just want to change it up a little bit. I love the idea of a tray. So that's part of my formula. I have a large silver handle tray that I kind of put on an angle on one end. And then on the other end, I'll have a stack of decor books and maybe something on top of it. Right now, I think I have a sort of vintage looking magnifying glass just sitting on top of the books just for show. That's a great thing to do. Yeah. And then on the tray, I have... um, don't tell anybody my husband, it's a chamber pot, but I have a plant in it. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, um, we know. <laughs> and so that, so an ironstone chamber pot with a plant in it and a candle. And then I think I have a willow. I, sometimes I have a willow ball, may, might be a moss ball right now. So that's kind of my formula. And so the tray doesn't really leave. The books might switch out, but there's usually three books. I might, if I get a new one, I might swap it around. Always put Anita's on the top though. Oh, stop it. I, always, <laughs> and then, um, you know, maybe the candle burns down, you change the candle, maybe the willow ball becomes a pretty Christmas ball at Christmas time, but I don't really have to rethink it. I mean, there's only so many things you could do. It's just a certain piece of real estate that you can play with. And you don't want to get too carried away, as Anita said, certainly not with the height, but also you don't want too much stuff there. It's supposed to be a, a space that functions as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know, and if you put something taller there, I think you definitely are going to need to take that down if you have guests so that people aren't talking over it. And I think it's such a great place to add something seasonal. If you're one of those seasonal decorators and you like to have a nod to the season each time, that's a great place to put a bowl where you can put whatever goes with a season, pine cones, Christmas ornaments, like you were saying, just whatever works, fruit, Right. For the summer, it's such a great place. And the beauty of it is it's such a small place. You don't, it doesn't take much for it to look great. So So, true. But it does, and and it doesn't take much time for it not to look great. So don't let people just put, you know, an old magazine or uh, people still read newspapers, a newspaper there or a Kleenex tissue box or things like that. Just make that a a no-no zone for things like that because, you know, any horizontal space, depending on the inhabitants of the home, you know, seems to be free game for just depositing things. Yeah. Ours is the kitchen island. Everything gets thrown on that. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing that kind of makes me feel claustrophobic if there's stuff on it. Yeah. I don't like that. 
Yeah. So things get put up. Where's my fill in the blank? Well, it got put up. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Time. <laughs> Hope you can find it. <laughs> Don't Time leave it on my expired island. for it to be on the <laughs> island and it's now gone. Okay. So uh, what is your crush today? Oh, I have bought some Pacifica eyeshadow that mm. I love. Okay. It, the thing I like about it is that it's non-aluminum. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is really something most eyeshadows have aluminum in them. Look on the back of your eyeshadow. It probably says aluminum somewhere on there. If it does, please throw it out. Aluminum is a heavy metal. It's not good for you. You do not want to be exposing yourself to it. So you don't want, so, you know, be careful about lo- aluminum pans, aluminum foil. You certainly don't want to have to worry about it with your cosmetics. So this brand is one that is supposed to be a little more conscious of your health and non-toxic, and there is no aluminum in it. Uh, So it's Pacific Beauty, and I got the, I'll include a link, but it's the 10 Well Eyeshadow in the Pink Nudes. So it's kind of in the natural colors, and I've been using it for a while, and I really love it. Good tip. That's a good one. What about you? I started hot yoga. I've been wanting to do this for years and I just was like, oh gosh, yoga takes a long time. So tell us what it is. Well, it's um, yoga for 90 minutes, uh, a specific routine. I'm already hot. Just that's And it's 105 degrees with 40% humidity. No, I I can't. Dudes. How hot is it again? 105. No, no, I can't. I can't. And then, you know, there's people in there, so it probably gets hotter. But no, no, no. You've already, I'm already feeling a little nervous right now. I'm the first time to- I am, the, the fun thing is that I'm doing it with Lara, my daughter. You basically describe the outdoors here in Houston. <laughs> if I don't want to walk outside. Why would I want to go to this hot yoga? <laughs> You're like, when I, yeah, because like when I lift my arm outside in Houston, I'm doing hot <laughs> yoga. Um, so, but I really, the first time we did it, I looked over to Lara on her mat and we were both like, beyond glistening, let's just say. And I was like, I either love it or I hate it. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to come back and decide. And I think I decided that I love it because now oh, I find wow. myself like, oh, yeah. I said, oh, yeah. Today's the day we go. So, Well, you know why you love it? I think you are detoxing. Yeah. That is, you are detoxing, you know, because basically they've created a sauna. Yes. And you're, you're, you know, sweating out or glistening out all those toxins. Glistening out. And what I thought I was going to be grossed out about it is because there would be other people I didn't know sweating in the room with me. <laughs> so easy. You are so easily grossed out. Um, I'm not sure that I'm more easily grossed out than someone I'm talking to, but that I was like, oh, you know, dirty carpet. No, it is is so clean. And here's the thing. You are just so focused on doing these moves. Don't and you have not your own hard, mat? Don't but you have just, your own mat? Yeah, you have to have your own mat. Okay, and there's okay, space good. between you and all that. But it's it, you don't feel like people are sweating on you. It's like everybody's so focused on doing the moves. And the moves aren't particularly hard, but it's just so hot. You know, it's like hard to do it in the, in the hotness. Just, uh, yeah, so you just got to get in your own zone. But I'm mm-hmm. loving it. If anybody has been tossing and turning about the idea of adding hot yoga to their workout routine, as I was, I highly recommend you give it a whirl. You may hate it. You may love it. But I think I love it. Wow. So right. I, oddly enough, we had a question about... A bit ago about okay. do I need a coffee table? So I thought today would oh. be a perfect day for that one. <laughs> so Emily P wanted to know 
do I need a coffee table? Well, let's talk, Emily. Do you need a coffee table? She has kids. They're little. She's worried about that. They like to play in the area too, but she's feeling like maybe her room does not look finished because she doesn't have a coffee table. Emily, Emily, this is so simple. First off, (laughs) just put your kids up for adoption. No, (laughs) no, we would never say that. An ottoman, an ottoman. This is so simple. The ottoman woman has the answer for you. Use an ottoman. No, but what if it's going to be? What if they have dirty little hands and they touch the ottoman? Well, maybe you go with a leather one or a faux leather one, something that can be cleaned off. She's got an answer for you. Or no matter what I say, Emily, I'm telling a slip cover that can be washed. But yes, that's a soft place if they fall on it because you need something there to anchor the room. I feel very strongly about this that you do need something in front of that sofa, Uh, and that's going to be very kid friendly. I think. I, 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 I very well said, Anita, and don't tell Anita, Emily, but for a long time when we lived in our other house and my girls were little and we had the red DNA couch, I did not have a coffee table for exactly the reasons you're saying. They would like to jump off the couch onto the ground and then they had oh. all their My Little Ponies all set mm-hmm. up. And I was just afraid somebody was going to hurt themselves and, and also it would restrict their play area. So, but having lived like that, I, I feel exactly what you're feeling now. I felt what you're feeling now. I empathize. My room did not feel finished. So I did not have the wise Anita Joyce in my life <laughs> at that time. And I did not have an ottoman, but that would be a great thing to do. And maybe you get one on wheels and you wheel it away when they really want to play. Well, I was going to say whether you do the the wheels might, I don't know that I would do the wheels because I'm, a, unless you have the wells so that they sit still, because I'm a little worried with the little ones that one might push it over on the other one. Or one so, might sit on it and the other one might push the other one all around the well, house or, and then make marks on the wood floor. Yeah, I mean, it just that, that could be a safety hazard. But the thing with the ottoman is if they're needing some room to play, you can just pick it up and move it somewhere else. Yeah. So I think or that nesting that is, tables, which mm-hmm. is uh, you know a go-to for me, yeah, but they a lot fall on them. So well, you can just nest them away to the side. Oh, okay, and then okay, the kids are not playing; they're sleeping. We're having people over. Oh, pull the nesting tables out. You yeah, know, it but can it be, sounds like every day you'd have to. I don't know that it's a lot. Yeah, of, it's a lot. Of it's work. a lot of moving around. Yeah. Where the ottoman, you could kind of just leave it there most of the time. Yeah, that's true. Unless they're setting up their little, you know, whatever thing there and then you have to move it out of the way but that that would be great because the the uh the more esteemed my little ponies or whatever is could be on top <laughs> of the ottoman you can create a whole empire <laughs> yeah yeah okay so that's our that's our thought so let us know what you think emily well this was a good one i hope oh. everybody liked this one we did the accent chairs and everybody seemed to like that where we took like a deep dive into a certain piece of furniture so we thought coffee tables was a good way to go today yeah and i think they're they're worthy of some time and attention so if you're looking for one i hope this helps you pick out one and if you have one i hope this inspires you to kind of uh you know spruce up your vignette or at least check it out and make sure it's you know what you want it to be And as always, we love hanging out with you. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, 
any project you want to talk about, any room, any space, we are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon.